Welcome to another edition of Bite Mars Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. During this uh, special edition, we have a couple of our favorite gadget geeks here in the studio. Ricky Lee, independent IT consultant, and Ian Kitajima, tech Sherpa over at Oceanit. And of course, uh, they're here to tell us about some new gadgets and stuff they either bought or highly desire. Welcome, Ricky and Ian, to Bite Marks Cafe. Hello. Thank you for having me. How's it, Bert? You know, I think all of us uh, do quite a bit of traveling these days. And, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, Ian traveling to Korea and Saudi Arabia and, you know, I get to travel to Hilo. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's an exotic place. That's too, pretty right? exotic. And right? if I tell you where I travel to, I may have to um, tell oh, you. Yeah. So. Well, you, you yeah. go to the Pacific Northwest a lot. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> And you know what I what I notice is that there's uh, a lot of gear that you gotta get nowadays for travel. I mean, personally, one of the things that I need to have along with me, where <laughs> when I get even when my short flight to Hilo, I needed to get noise cancellation headphones. And of course, you know, I ended up uh, getting. I had an old pair of Bose uh, noise cancellation, and I uh, decided to get the the new QC or Quiet Comfort 35. Mm, yep. And this is an over-the-ear headphone. Yep. And that really helped to eliminate a lot of the noise. And, yep. and even for a relatively short flight to Hilo, yeah. it makes a heck of a lot of difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. You're probably falling asleep. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like to... And Well, the nice thing about the, the uh, Bose headphones is that it's Bluetooth. And then you can mm. connect it to your iPhone or smartphone or whatever, right. and you can listen to your entire playlist along uh, along the trip. So when I did go to, I went right. to uh, Kansas City, uh, and it was great. I mean, I just put it on, and I, you know, and and all the songs are on my. What iPhone. is the battery life? You can pretty much the whole flight. You think twenty hours? Twenty hours. Oh. Twenty hours. So you know, one charge, uh, you can charge it up in a couple hours. It's it's right. good for twenty hours. But it's over the ear, right? You do the over. It's the over ear the ones. ear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like for me, like Leanne has a pair of those, like over the ears, mm-hmm. but like. I have very little. I have to take so many, so much stuff with me on a trip that I'm actually looking for the most compact thing. And so, actually, my friend Vince Lee a few years ago, as a gift, gave me a pair of Sony uh, active noise canceling uh, mm. can- noise cancellation head, like, but they're ear, they're, they're ear earbuds, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So you stick it yeah. in your ear, and it's wired. So actually, what's really great is you know I plug it into the movie system, and, mm-hmm. and I would. Flip on, and there's a switch to turn off the active noise cancellation. And I can tell the difference. As soon as I turn it on, wow, the thing totally goes nice. And then what I was noticing over the last few years is I don't even plug it into the entertainment system. I just use it to go to sleep. Like, I'll turn it oh, on. okay, okay. Yeah, you I've, just done, use it. I've done that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. turn it on and, you know, just whatever. And so, so I've actually been looking for an active noise cancellation uh, headset again. An- another pair, like a wireless one, like a Bluetooth one. So, mm-hmm. um at Indiegogo, I noticed there's one called New Flow. So it's a in the ear. It mm-hmm. looks like um, ear pods, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but it's a little bit bigger. I got the black ones, but it's in the ear. You, and I have like ears that just don't work very well, like with certain plugs. So that was really yeah. good. Like I could stick it. Like you can stick it in. Active noise cancellation, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, perfect. And then it's very small and compact. Well, you know, the, okay. So you're talking about kind of the 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 AirPod type of uh, yeah. uh, earphones. Now. With the over the ear, it's actually a cup over your ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you 
have, do you have a subjective uh, statement on whether you know just putting it in your ear does sufficient noise cancellation? There's a trade-off for me, right? So I, I'm giving up weight and space. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right, I, it's right. probably not as good as an over-the-air system, but I'm willing mm-hmm. to give up some mm-hmm. some you mm-hmm. know quietness for yeah. something that's really compact and I can just store it away. Whereas I could probably take two or three of these for, right. for that one pair yeah. of Bose over-the-ear headsets. That's right. So Ricky? I picked up the um, Amazon Echo Buds, mm-hmm. which has built-in noise canceling oh, yeah. from Bose. And, well, I haven't gone on an airplane yet, but they're really good on the bus. They they really cut down the screaming people in the front of the bus. <laughs> oh, that's a probably good test. Yeah. yeah, that's probably a really good test. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. How, how are those? They're a little bit tinny, but, Mm-mm-mm. you know, they're 100 bucks cheaper than the alternative, so I can live with it. And what's the, what would be the alternative? Uh, there's the, a Sony version, uh-huh. and then there's also the Apple AirPod. Two? Pro or something? Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. The one up from the two. Yeah. So. And so how much do they do they cost? The Apple ones were like two hundred fifty bucks. I picked it up for I picked up the Amazon ones for hundred thirty bucks. So. I know. This seems like there's a lot more of these uh you know, AirPod, yeah. earbud type of uh, yeah. uh variations coming yeah. out. And and yeah. I'd be curious to see how they actually stack rank them all because you know, they all pretty much look the same. They all probably uh, tout the same kind of benefits. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the fact that, you know, Ian, you're right. I mean, some of these things, once you start to get them and along with all your, uh, whether it's a, a, a camera thing or maybe it's uh, all yeah. the connectors that you have, I mean, you, you probably take up about a third of the space in your suitcase just to accommodate all your equipment. Right. Yeah, and not to mention now that... Um you can't actually put lithium batteries into your check-in, so you've got to take it all with you, making everything smaller. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's one of the big things too. Is you know a lot of the airlines now you can't, you know, you have to like carry it on, mm-hmm. right? It has to be something you can put in, keep with you on the plane, and so you know, the bigger things get, the harder it gets to travel with these things. So, so the better performing, so I bet you the better, best, you know, if somebody creates a really good ear earbud that has really good active noise cancellation mm-hmm. that can really almost perform at a Bose level mm-hmm. that can f- basically the whole case and everything right, fit right. in the palm of your hand and it's a recharging system as well, they're going to win out because, yeah. you know, it's That's like true. space is like a super premium now on an airplane, right? They charge you for everything. So what else right. What else do you have to bring along with you when you travel, Ricky? Well, just because I like to show off, I bring a camera with me, but... <clears throat> I no longer bring my um, DSLR camera. I this year or earlier this year, I bought into the I completely changed over to the Canon mirrorless system. So, what that means is that my camera is a third the size, mm-hmm. also a third the weight, but I still got to use all my old lenses, which still weigh the same. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's still smaller. At least one portion of my kit is smaller. And and Ian, what? Oh, Ian, do you do you have a preferred camera? No, I mean, you know, it's pretty amazing what you can do with a phone today, right? I mean, you know, when phones started having actually really good quality cameras, it's all of a sudden it's like mm, I don't need that digital camera anymore, maybe, you know. So again, everything's at a premium. So you know, in my in my actual carry thing is you know my my bow. So I actually have my my right now. I take my bows. 
uh, sports earbuds, right, uh, with me everywhere because we got to make calls or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have my presentation clicker. You know, I got all the adapters. I got one zip, huge <laughs> Ziploc bag of HDMI cables, all oh, kinds of cables, yeah. even a Cat5 cable because, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be and what kind mm-hmm. of gear I'm going to get connected to. So, you know, speaking of uh, cameras, I, I'm probably like you, Ian. I, you know, I just rely on my, my iPhone. And <clears throat> on a recent trip, I knew that I was going to be having to actually do a FaceTime interview as well as uh, (laughs) potentially interviewing somebody else, you know, Mm. with with my iPhone. In fact, um, when I was at the – there was another conference I was at in Atlanta, and I actually had planned to interview a couple of people with my iPhone. And what I had encountered – when doing that was that I had to obviously hold the iPhone. Yeah. And when you hold the iPhone with your hand, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after a little while, it gets kind of tiring. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, I need to get something that I could actually hold with my, with my full fist, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's where, in fact, Ricky, I think I probably borrowed one from you first. And oh, this don't blame the, me. Don't blame <laughs> me. It's not my fault. <laughs> this, yeah, was the, right. <laughs> this was the Osmo 2, the Osmo, the yeah. Osmo Mobile 2. <laughs> and... I ended up uh, actually getting one of those, mm-hmm. and during the, um, mm. you know, f- for the purpose of this uh, FaceTime interview, it actually made a lot of difference because, you know, you think, oh, that interview only lasted maybe about, what, one, two minutes? No. I mean, yeah. there's like 45 minutes of standing there kind of waiting mm-hmm. for the whole segment to actually, you know, take place, mm-hmm. and and if you had to hold a phone or if you... So anyway, the, the gimbal, I mean, the uh, Osmo 2, the gimbal um, um, handheld, it really saved my hand. Yeah, yeah. I would but, agree with but that. But you had one, right? But you ended up kind of... Well, I went with the um, the dedicated Osmo, the mini Osmo. Uh, I think it's called the Osmo Mobile Go mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. But it's just mm-hmm. smaller, and it's because I have to be special. But <laughs> <laughs> Now, now I, I, I must add that... <laughs> you again, are special. <laughs> back to the issue of having a compact uh, set of things to bring along with you yep. when you yeah. travel. I, I have to admit, the, um, you know, the Osmo 2 was probably about the size of maybe half a loaf of bread. Right? If you look yeah. at it, right? It's, it's, kinda, it's big. It's pretty big. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that, and you want to kind of keep it in your case because it could damage it along the way. Yep. And that took... That took up about a third of my suitcase. Bird, yeah. This is why you need so to no, talk to so no. Ricky first because <laughs> I would have told you the Osmo Three came out and it's foldable. Oh yeah. So it folds ha- in half. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Bird couldn't take any underwear or socks with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got a lot. We got a lot more uh, gadgets and and things we want to talk about. But we will hold that thought. We'll be right back after this uh, short break. We're talking to Ricky Lee and Ian Kitajima. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to the St. Andrews Schools, which includes the Priory School for Girls, the Prep for Boys, and Queen Emma Preschool. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, uh, we're talking to our favorite uh, gadget geeks, Ricky Lee and Ian Kitajima, and we're talking about their sort of favorite tech toys. Now, um, you know, before the break, we were talking about travel gadgets, and I I do want to stay on this topic just a little while longer because 
what do you what is your preferred laptop uh, for for either of you because okay yeah. so I, I have to admit I have to admit <laughs> that uh, my MacBook Pro has been with me probably for the better part of the last five to six years. Okay. Oh, you need to put it out of its misery. <laughs> no, no, it still, it still works. It's sitting right here. Don't talk like that about it. <laughs> so <Talk> nicely. <laughs> but there are so many new devices mm-hmm. that are either like a, yep. uh, a tablet or, yeah. or maybe the Air or maybe mm-hmm. even the new MacBook Pro or, you know, maybe the yeah. Surface. I mean, what, 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 do you, what is your preferred sort of laptop? Honestly, now that I'm traveling a lot, I actually like the... Um, Microsoft Surface Pros, mm-hmm. you know. I've got a 6, the 7 just came out. But it's just, it's mm-hmm. the form factor of a tablet, but the power of a laptop, and it fits in your bag. And I find that, you know, it's really good. You know, I can run full-size Photoshop, Premiere, whatever production tools I need to do mm-hmm. on something that's not much bigger than an iPad. And the Surface comes with a, a keyboard as well, right? Uh, Ex- it's extra, but you can buy bundles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard similar things from our because you know most of the time I'm traveling. If I'm traveling, I'm using a work laptop. But when I travel internationally, I have to take a travel laptop. I, mm-hmm. I can't take my regular work laptop. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I have to use pretty much whatever I you know they mm-hmm. give me in terms of a travel laptop. But mm-hmm. I've heard really uh, a lot of our folks in the office who use Surface Pros. Uh, they really like it. They mm-hmm. love it. Because um, if you're traveling within the U.S., it's not an issue. Like, But my travel is always mostly international. So whenever, you know. But the battery life is great. It's compact. Yeah, it's um, about 12 hours, which yeah. is good. I mean, it's less if you're doing something intensive. But when you're traveling and just watching movies, it'll last for 12 hours. But there is one advantage of the Surface that really uh, brought me over was there are options to put in LTE modems. Oh, nice. so when you're traveling, you just <laughs> pop in a SIM from that local country, country. you've got data. Nice, yeah. nice. I'm nice. curious for either one of you, do you consider uh, getting burner phones just so that you could be <laughs> safe when you go to exotic places? Um, Has that crossed your mind? Yes, but because of my, um, let's say, my, uh, my parents taught me well that. I'm not going to buy a phone just just in case it gets stolen. I use my old phones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like my iPhone 4. I don't care if it mm-hmm. gets stolen or an iPhone 5. Yeah, but I don't really buy purpose-built burner phones. That's yeah, a, that's I mean, good, you, that's a good question, you know. Like you know, because when you, when you go somewhere and then you might want to stick a new SIM in the in the phone it right. might not be you know that it might not be that uh, safe to use you know another country's so uh, normally what I do is I'll rent a, like a, a mobile hotspot mm-hmm. so when I go to Korea before I go I'll rent it online I'll pick it up when I when I you know come through customs I'll pick it up and then I'll have a because the also thing is too I, I may need to use it for my my laptop as we're you know driving sometimes the, the rides are long we're going to a driving two hours mm-hmm. so I can work on my laptop and I can be connected so um, I do take my you know my work phone with me mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. these trips and so I'm really hesitant of putting like taking you know taking one of these rented sim cards and I stick it in my in my phone in and work stuff. Phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now it, when you when you travel and and you look at the some of the wireless devices that you might bring along I mean there's some pretty interesting advances in Wi-Fi 
I mean, and not even for travel. I mean, even for home kinds of uh, applications or business applications. Oh, yes. Um, I recently installed, um, I live in an apartment building, and every apartment now has their own Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. You know, whether they're retirees or young people, mm-hmm. everyone has a Wi-Fi hotspot because if you have any kind of cable service from um, Spectrum, the modems themselves are Wi-Fi hotspots, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, well, same thing with Hawaiian Tel, right? I mean, you oh, get yeah. a you get a a, a router from Hawaiian Tel. It's terminated on the circuit that they brought mm-hmm. to your place, whether it's a GPON circuit or just a, a DSL circuit. I mean, it's yeah. got a Wi-Fi. It's good. And the problem with that mm-hmm. is, if you have your own Wi-Fi. You won't be. There's lots of times you can't hear yourself. It's kind of like screaming in a in a crowded room. You can't hear your own conversation, right? Are, are you saying that the other Wi-Fi uh, signals could compete with the sig- your signal from your router? Yes, because there's only about six or eight channels that any Wi-Fi station can use, and. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It if could definitely be kind of problematic in a in a mm, high rise, yeah, because right? you're in close proximity to, to right. everybody. So I recently upgraded to uh, what's called a Wi-Fi mesh system, and um, instead of the old way of thinking of you put a really powerful Wi-Fi and hope that it shouts louder than everyone else, right, right. This one is like no, they're gonna put, you put um, lower transmit power devices mm-hmm. in each room. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is get from maybe like eight feet from your phone to the device in your room. And chances are you're not going to create interference between that eight feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's good. No, I, that's a good point. So, so, so now in that first example, you're looking at uh, one device that's transmitting and it's radiating, you know, in some kind of uh, 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 circular radiation, right? right? And covering as much ground as it can, mm-hmm. as opposed to what you just described, this mesh where you have lower power, but you have multiple units mm-hmm. yeah, distributed exactly. in your home. Yeah, and also another thing, the old system radiated in a circle. Who lives in a circle house? <laughs> right, right. right. Now, yeah. now, let me ask you, uh, in terms of the, the setup and the management of this mesh network, does it take more to actually manage it? No, because they all use phone apps now, where it's um, it's actually pretty amazing. I was so thinking, what, what what brand are you referring to? What? I I personally chose the Netgear Orbi system because okay. it was on sale at Costco. <laughs> and how many how many how many units how were many units included? Came, yeah, how, many, how many nodes? It comes with two. The, when I bought it, it came with two. But I've seen sales recently where it comes with three units. Oh, but so the mesh would be three units. And yeah. how much would a three unit arrangement cost? Uh, well, oh, cost about three hundred bucks. It's oh, about a okay. hundred bucks per okay, okay. per node. Per node, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, but um, in terms of management, they all come with um, phone apps. You, my system has a QR code on the bottom of the unit, each unit and node, and you scan the node. Mm-hmm. It sets it up with the phone, mm-hmm. and then after you scan everything in, it goes. Do you want to make your mesh network? Wow, you say yes. Nice. Now, <clears throat> does the is there a a um, kind of a core uh, device that you connect to the circuit that would be either from Spectrum or, or Hawaiian Tel? With the system I bought, yes. Yeah, so you would not take their router. You would replace it with the Orbi router. Well, yeah. Yeah. In essence, yeah. And and uh, is this something that uh, you would kind of recommend to, to people? Oh, uh, definitely, especially if you live in an apartment building, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Because in, like, my apartment, um, with the... Wi-Fi router in 
the central bedroom, we couldn't get to the kitchen. After the neighbors moved in and their thing <laughs> just blasted out, blasted, blasted out, out mm-hmm. our side. So, so, so uh, yeah. when you encounter that kind of, uh, let's say, competition or or uh, interference, mm-hmm. do you end up uh, just losing service, or what's the? How does it manifest itself in terms of your you know network performance? When I would, when I was having it, when I w- whenever I was watching Netflix or some kind of streaming service, it would just blip. You would just get pauses, and you'd wait buffer and then come back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Whereas mm-hmm. if I was plugged in, it wouldn't happen. I'm plugged in via Ethernet. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Ian, cool. I mean, you... Uh, no, I just, I mean, when you're talking about that, I think about home stuff too, right? Like home gadgets and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I wanted to also ask you guys, uh, since we're talking about home stuff, what is your recommendation to cast, like a Chromecast from your laptop to your big screen TV? Chromecast. <laughs> I set you up for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roku, if you've got Windows, um, Apple TV, if you've got Mac products, is that right? Yeah. So what? What? what I mean, what, what's your comment about the the Chromecast? I keep breaking them. I don't know why. I just keep keep breaking the plugs. So I'm you like, mean, okay, okay, well, stop what's throwing the, them against what's the wall. What's the break? I mean, you just you just <laughs> stick it into your you know HDMI port on your TV. I mean, <laughs> the cat's probably biting it. I have a whack. cat who thinks it's a Christmas ball and just like bites it, it and like probably chops it. Yeah. Oh, chops okay. <laughs> on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you know, I like I like this. Uh, Discussion about getting from the um, laptop to the TV because I need to I need to do something about that and of course you know with all the all the streaming services that are now becoming mm. available mm-hmm. uh, I think that's going to be that I mean if it's not already a, a necessity at home it's it's quickly going to become that so we want to we want to talk about that we want to hold that thought be right back at the short break to continue our gadget conversation with Ricky Lee and Ian Kitajima. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors, locations, Haleakala Waldorf School and Honolulu Waldorf School. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to our favorite gadget geeks, Ricky Lee and Ian Kitajima, about some of their favorite tech products. And, you know, we were talking right before the break about how do you get from that laptop of yours and all the cool programs you're streaming over to your you know, huge. What, what, Ricky? You probably got like a sixty-inch TV at oh, home. Oh no, I live in an apartment. I have fifty. Oh, okay, okay. But that's still gigantic. <laughs> 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 He's like, well, I only have fifty-inch TV. I think, I think <laughs> well, is, that's I, one wall. I, think mine is <laughs> I can dedicate one wall. <laughs> okay, so now, uh, you know, Chromecast. I'm going to try to experiment with Chromecast because I mean, I gotta, I gotta get into the 21st century and I gotta mm-hmm. try something. So that's, but you know. One of the things that seems to have really picked up is the choices that you have for streaming services. Yeah. Now, yeah. you know, I, I just got grandfathered into Amazon Prime because I was already an Amazon Prime customer. And uh, I also kind of got grandfathered into Netflix because, you know, I was one of those guys that would get DVDs in the mail. 
Yeah, and what do you mean by grandfathered <laughs> in? Like, you're not that old. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what does oh, that mean? Oh, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, the reason uh, I refer to is that, that like because a, is I that like a senior discount or something? No, no, no. I I was already I had already had a service like Amazon Prime right. because I was mm-hmm. ordering stuff from Amazon, right? So as a result of having that, you know, that uh, service, you were automatically an Amazon Prime streaming customer. Oh, okay. yeah. So that's automatic. And then with the with the DVDs. You know, if you if you got a monthly subscription for the DVDs, and then all right. of a sudden they kind of pivot from DVDs to something else, then mm. you know you kind of just you know go with the flow, right? And so I automatically went to the streaming <laughs> selection. So those are my so those Mr. Lum. Sorry, we don't do, do DVDs, DVDs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they do actually, but yeah, no, no, they do. <laughs> but what 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 uh, clinched it for me was the fact that my DVD player broke. Mm. Oh yeah. So I figured, ah, I don't need a DVD anymore. anymore. I don't have a DVD player. Yep. I'm just going to do the streaming. Yep, yep, yep. But now there's like so many other Disney choices. Plus, Disney, yep, yep. Apple. My wife yeah. got the Disney thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're a parent, or yeah. if you have any kids anywhere in your family tree, you have to get Disney Plus. <clears throat> okay, so Disney Plus. Now, you know I. I think I I will speak for others that, you know, you got to find some, there's some limit. There's some upper limit to how many streaming services you can have. And I don't know what that upper limit is, but uh, when making a decision on whether or not to subscribe, uh, one of the things that made it easy for me was that since I'm a Verizon, you know, subscriber, so Verizon had this special where they would give you a free year of Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Mm. Might as well take it, right? So I'm on Disney Plus as well. And on the Apple side, if you bought an iPhone or any kind of iPhone, iPad, and I think Apple TV this year, Mm -hmm. you got Apple TV Plus for free for one year also. Okay, so tell me, Ricky, is there anything good on Apple TV or Apple TV Plus? I only like uh, that one program for mankind. It's an alternate history of the space program. Other you're than you're not that, convincing me. Yeah, that's why if you got it free, it's good. If it's not, wait okay. for it till next okay. year. Okay, so so what got me to watch uh, CBS All Access was Star Trek, and that oh. was really good. That was really good, but. I have to admit, I just subscribed for the month and binged on Star Trek, and then I canceled, uh. waiting for the next Star Trek <laughs> series, which I think mm. is Picard or whatever, right? Yeah. And then, and then, of course, now with with um, with Disney, The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yep. Or I think it's the new name of the show is Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they should call it. <laughs> And here's Baby Yoda. <laughs> what you're not seeing is uh, the steam coming out of my ears. Oh, maybe it's trying called to Yoda correct Baby. The, yeah. <laughs> Yoda Baby. Because the baby's not, yeah, okay. It's Yoda Baby. Yeah. But I got to admit, the, you know, the draw to the Disney Plus, you're right. There's a lot of, you know, shows that have come through the whole, you know, Disney brand mm-hmm. that the kids are definitely going to be interested in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I asked my, my nephew, who's what? 30 and like I just and I just asked him recently and he said oh we don't have cable like everything is all yeah. streaming everything yeah. is streaming yeah. they, they have subscriptions I'm like wow like you don't have like oceanic <laughs> yeah you don't have like cable spectrum kind of stuff they don't well my parents still have cable but I I don't watch oceanic anymore I don't even have a cable box in my setup so yeah there's enough out there for you to. Well, in the it. last uh, uh, thirty seconds, uh, so do you have a favorite streaming service? 
Ian? It's primarily Netflix because that's what Leanne is yeah. watching. So whatever she's watching, I'm probably watching. And what, what's your favorite? Split between Netflix and Amazon Prime. Okay, well, I, mm. I, I, I would agree. It's, it's somewhere between Netflix and Amazon Prime. But I still mm. like the show Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, I like Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Yoda, Yoda Baby. Yoda Baby. <laughs> Ricky Lee is an IT consultant, and Ian Kitajima is the chief technical Sherpa over at Oceanet. <laughs> and, of course, uh, they both keep a close eye on the latest tech gadgets and streaming services. And I want to thank you all for joining us today. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. And thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we will find out about innovation and community networks. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You stay awesome, and we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Where are you?